But two games to look forward to this week. Uh, we've got Reading at all and Blackburn at all. Saturday and Wednesday. We have to be playing on a Wednesday this week. Anyway, Adam, uh, you've network of contacts. You've, uh, as we're going to be looking at the Reading game, you've got uh, you've got a, a contact to. Uh, yeah, well, I, was re- I was reading around the subject and I managed to uh, to find a uh, a reading fan. So we've got we've got Be- Becky to come on the podcast this evening. Yeah, we'll speak to her in a moment. Um, been no football as a part from England this past week. Oh, well done, to, well done to England. That was brilliant. Congratulations. Yeah, it's uh, it was all a bit of a lift into qualifying for the semi-finals. I had to watch Chris Kirkland uh, commentate that game because we didn't have Sky Sports. <sighs> so, uh, yeah. I thought you had the flu. Yeah, well, I don't have Sky Sports. I had to watch Chris Kirkland commentate oh, the game. Oh, oh, that's Sky awesome. Girl. All right. Uh, uh, right, anyway, uh, Reading on Saturday, as I say. It's the first home game of the uh, new ownership. Uh, so, uh, I mean, we've already heard that Melvin won't be there. But I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, yes. so we'll, we'll what else do you need? Exactly, exactly. Uh, Reading, Oliver Langford is the referee. Oh, Ollie Langford? Yeah. Uh, 11 games so far this season, 24 yellows, no reds, and he last refed us in August 2017, last season, when we did bury at home 4 1 in League One. And that was the game when uh, it was the first goal we conceded at home last season. Who scored it? A Wigan player. Oh, Alex Bruce. Alex Bruce, yeah. yeah. That's well, sent it to you that day, Barry. It was a, one of the greatest games of the season. Yeah, it was a great experience. Uh, we've played Bury an amazing 44 times. Uh, 118. Bury? Bury. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Reading. Reading. Did I say Bury? Yeah, we've got Bury wrote down. I've not got Bury wrote down. No, I've said previous. This is a professional uh, podcast. 44 games uh, Reading previously. 118, drawn 10. I lost 16 so it's pretty pretty uh, some heartbreaking nights down in uh, Reading hasn't there on a Tuesday Tuesday night oh, Kevin yeah. Sharp mm. and Royston Carroll yeah um, you yeah, win some, some you lose some Tussles are at Elm, Elm Park as well in the, in the good old days or bad yeah, old days which so, uh, but also a very 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 uh, oh. a great day at the uh, DW that we never talk about oh, it was oh. a JJB then wasn't it yeah. that's fantastic uh, but let's have a Listen to what uh, Becca has to say. So, do you want to give her a bell, Adam? I will do. So, we've got Becky on the podcast tonight. Becky is uh, a, a Reading fan, and we're, as usual, we're going to talk all things Reading on Adam Asks. So, uh, hello, Becky. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. Great, excellent. So, um, I guess the starting point will be uh, kind of this, this season, really, how it's gone so far, and is it kind of lived up to expectations really I guess it's in league position it doesn't look great but I mean is that kind of what you what you was expecting at the start of the season um, it's kind of just really been a follow on from the disaster we had last season obviously um, you've only got to look to well it was May 2017 and we were literally one pick away from the playoffs uh, from the from the Premier League sorry and um, it's just nothing's really happened since um, uh, Obviously, we, we got rid of the Atstam um, later on in the season, uh, last season, and got Paul Clement, who managed to keep us up. And you kind of thought, with a bit of, um, obviously, f- fresh eyes and new blood, that something might happen. He obviously kept us up at, at Cardiff on the last game of the season, but 
uh, as you can see from our league position, it, nothing's really drastically improved. We seem to have one good game where, where we look like we could be taking a few steps forward and then we just can't seem to get a run of games together and we'll, we'll go to the next week and it'll just be, it's almost like Jekyll and Hyde football. It, it's just a completely different team even though it's the same players on the pitch. You've had, it's, it's Simon here, I'm interrupting Adam Asks, but uh, you've had a, a, a strange start to the week really, haven't you? Because... Uh, I can't pronounce his surname, so I'm just going to say Ron uh, set down from his role as chief executive. Um, what's your thoughts and feelings behind that? Um, it's, um, it's been quite obvious that um, it's not just been um, a problem with what's been happening on the pitch. There's obviously been a lot going on um, behind the scenes. Um, we had um, a, a Chinese takeover a couple of seasons ago, and it's kind of been a, um, a bit of a rollercoaster since the day he sold the club. I think it's about seven years ago now. Um, we had some Russian investment that didn't quite go through. Then we had a Thai consortium take us over, and then just recently these Chinese owners um, who brought in Ron Gourlay, who had obviously the Chelsea experience. Yeah. And that just it just seems to have been a bit sour. Uh, we've had a lot of long-standing backroom staff that have left, and um, it's yeah, it's been quite obvious. And um, from being at games, um, fans have made um, it quite clear how, how they're feeling about it and I think um, it wasn't the sacking we were expecting I think um, I think we were all kind of expecting that Paul Clement was going to be the scapegoat so to see that Ron Gawley had gone instead I think that's quite a I think that's quite a positive thing from the club I think it's quite a um, it's the recognition that kind of Clement's doing everything he can with what he's got and it's, it's just that we need some stability behind the scenes now as well um, I, was, I was also reading we both did um uh, a section for Sky Sports um, I think Billy the Bee may have been in contact with you um, we both did an article and you said that um, for the rest of the season to avoid the drop you take 21st place finish do you think with changes afoot that you, you potentially could creep away from that end of the table or is that still will that do this season I mean obviously like 21st would be like the minimum I'd take um, I'd love to see anything higher. I just um, the, the way it's been this season, I just I can't see it being anything higher or, or too much higher. Certainly, I think mean, like, like I said earlier, it's just we can't we can't seem to get the basics right. It just doesn't at, at the moment. There just doesn't seem to be that like click. We seem to be able to score goals, but the defending is just. It's almost like it's, it's Sunday league defending. I mean, um, the, the two goals we conceded um, in our last game were just uh, uh, unthinkable. We just uh, and Paul Clement, Paul Clement came out after the game and said uh, like how disappointed he was with that. So yes, yeah, hopefully, like it's amazing how much difference a change in the back room can make. So hopefully. With, this international break and we can start fresh and maybe build something up towards Christmas yeah of course uh, talking about the international break I was listening to the uh, to the Reading podcast and uh, believed that uh, your striker uh, Mate had been uh, called up for um, international duty so obviously I guess he's performing, uh, performing way beyond kind of the rest of the team at the moment I mean I think there was actually I think there were, it was the Mate podcast basically they were talking about all things Mate and how good he actually was and and, and he's going to play at a much higher level. I mean, are you of the same view as your uh, kind of podcast colleagues at uh, Reading? Yeah, definitely. I um, I actually predicted at the start of the season that um, if he was on form, it, it would kind of um, obviously he'd be the, the key man for us. 
he um, he went out on loan for a French club uh, last season, and um, he came back and um, the start of the season he, he kind of just from what we'd seen the first season he was at Reading it's it almost like it's carried on from that, and he was then offered a four-year deal, and everyone was kind of like, okay, where's this come from? And then as soon as he signed this four-year deal, he's just going goal for fun. He looks like the one that's going to be the threat. He looks like every time he gets the ball, it almost looks like he's going to score. It just doesn't seem... It almost seems like teams don't know what to do with him. And it, he, he is the kind of shining light in the bit of like the murky waters at the moment. Well, we'll, we'll look out for the hour mark, because apparently he's, he's scoring a goal every 63 minutes or something at the moment, which is a little bit scary. So uh, <laughs> if, if, we can, if we can last longer than that, then we, uh, we're doing a, good, doing a good job. So um, obviously you've, you've kind of allu- we've, we've, we've sort of skirted around the season at the moment how it's going. Uh, we've had the international break, so uh, things are a little bit fresher. So how do you see Saturday going? Um, have you, are you quite optimistic about your trip to Wigan? Um, I'm, I'm a football fan. I'm always optimistic, but it's, I, I hope that um, I hope we can get something. I hope that. Um, the thing is, when we've played well this season, we've actually played well. Um, and like I said, we can score goals. Which that doesn't seem to be the issue. Um, it's just, I think, if we can actually keep a clean sheet, I think we'd win it. But you just don't know what defence is going to turn up on the day. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that it's at least a draw. Are you coming for the game, then? Um, I'm actually working. <laughs> I, um, it's... I, I work Monday to Friday, but for some reason my shift is, I've had to work a Saturday, so well, I, I'm, wor- I'm working, but I managed to get off a bit a bit early, so I can get to the uh, I can I can just about get to the game. So um, so what you're not going to see the game, but um, I mean, how how do you see it, how do you see it going in terms of you know score prediction? The the, away, uh, the opposition fans seem to be doing very well against us this year in terms of predictions. Maybe we're too optimistic. <laughs> so what would your <laughs> What would what would your uh, score prediction be? I think as long as we don't concede first, um, I think we can win two one. Um, but it's almost guaranteed that we will concede a goal within the first five minutes of the second half starting. Um, but I think yeah, as long as we don't concede first, I think we'll be okay. Do you know, do you know much about us? I mean, not necessarily that you have to uh, spend time looking into the opposition, but do you do you kind of know much about us? Uh, any 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 of our players? Uh, well, um, I actually went to school with Sam Morsey. He, he was in my French class. Sure, oh, so Trevian, Trevian, Trevian. <laughs> so yeah, he um, yeah, it's always nice to see um, like obviously a local guy doing well and. Um, yeah, I went to school with uh, Paul Cook's son as well. So, yeah, I kind of know bits and pieces about Wigan. I try and, like, I, I always just, like I said, I look out for, um, there's a couple of people in my school year that were, uh, have gone on to play professional football. So, it's, yeah, it's... So, uh, Paul, so yeah, well, that's uh, obviously you got direct links to the club there. So, hopefully, with that in mind, you'll you'll obviously want Sam Morsey to do uh, to do very very well on uh, Saturday, then, won't you? No, no, just, just not Saturday. Any, any other time of the season, fine, just not again. So. Yeah, with, with, with your score prediction, I guess you'd want Sam Morsey to score in a in a, in, in a two-one Reading win. Yeah, he can get the consolation goal. That's fine. Yeah, I think he's back from suspension. Now he's missed the last game, so he's going to be he's going to be hungry for getting get back stuck into the game. So, uh, well, that's that's a kind of great insight. Um, 
I mean, I think for once it's nice that the, uh, in the in nicest possible way that the uh, opposition fans are quite pessimistic. So it might <laughs> might 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 give us a, give us a chance. But obviously, you're, the, the euphoria we've got the new ownership. So um, so I think all of us around this table uh, will be will be predicting wins. But let's just hope it's a good game, and um, I'm, I'm sure we'll. We'll speak again when we, uh, we, we make, the, make the trip uh, down south uh, in the new year. Yeah, that's great, yeah. Yeah, and sorry, sorry for keeping you from The Apprentice. I'll, I'll let you get back to The, uh, to the Apprentice now. <laughs> Don't worry, my boyfriend's had extra time on FIFA, so he's happy, it's fine. <laughs> Who's he been playing as? Pardon? Who's he been playing as? Oh, he's a Leeds fan. So oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Leeds would always take more, wouldn't they? Always, always. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cheers, Becky. Thanks a lot. Thank, Thank you. Bye. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, what a lovely young woman. Yeah, it was um, a pleasure to speak to a Reading fan. Unfortunately, uh, choice in boyfriend, Leeds fan. Well, Leeds are <laughs> yeah. to be desired, but uh, they're everywhere, aren't they? Because they've got 25 billion fans, haven't they? And they were all there at the DW. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, well, she seemed to know what she was talking about, and she's. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, it'd be interesting to watch out. It's always good to see, you know, watch out for players who the oppos- opposition rate. So to see what Mate is like, he scored obviously quite a lot of goals this season. And um, I think um, uh, Daniel Byrne and um, Kipri are going to have to be on the game, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, uh, but it's first game back off the international break, so hopefully we'll come back fired up. We never seem to do well in these games after following the break, do we? Although this time maybe the break was a good time possibly to get the injured lads back. Get some injuries back. We didn't do so well in the games before the break, did we? No, no, no. So, yeah. So, do we see this going? Let's get the Ticks predicts. You're not up against the world. I am a fan, I am yeah, a supporter, and, and uh, just to echo what, what Darren said. It, uh, it is a privilege and an honour to, 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 to remain as chief executive. So, um, I think one thing that you know I can assure fans is that the football club will be in sa- is in safe hands, uh, as it has been for the last twenty odd years. And, uh, and I think it's it is exciting times. We've got to, we've got to look forward uh, as well as celebrate the past. We've got to look forward and and and, and, and look forward to what we can achieve. In the future, starting with Saturday and a, and a two-nil win for Wigan Athletic. Darren, Darren, I would like to agree with Jonathan on those margins. However, I just think there'll be a bit of edginess there, so mm-hmm. I think it's going to be two-one and edge your seat stuff in the last five minutes, but we'll win. Fantastic, excellent. I could put the listeners slash now. Um, Powers that be at the top of the table. These <laughs> <laughs> results this week. We've yeah. probably had an one result. The six predicts done. Uh, I, I think it's obviously the uh, new ownership, feel good factor. Um, I, I think this could be a three-one win with Mate scoring for uh, Reading and uh, Sam Morsey scoring a hat trick. <coughs> Come on, Sam. Paul, I'm going to go with two-one. Wigan win, like I've been doing for several games, and I'm going to stick with it until it actually comes correct. Yeah, some did that with 3-2 as well. Mm-hmm. It didn't come off for them. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, Barry, how do you see this one going? I'm going to go with uh, Johnson Jackson with a 2-0 Wattics win. 
Um, I'm going to go with Paul on a 2-1 Wigan Athletic home win. And Darren as well. And Darren, and Darren yes. Yeah. Um, you know, he runs the club, he controls it. Yeah. Well, he says Gus, so. Yeah. Missing Adam and Gareth, but I'm sure they'll yeah, send them Yeah, I'm sure they'll send them in using the hashtag Ticks Predicts. They're, they're, in, they're in bed. Have you got any together? No. <laughs> Have you got any. Uh, We've got Blackburn, we've got Red at the on Saturday and then we're at home again on Wednesday when we play Blackburn. Yeah, I think this is, uh, it's, it's always been a good game, hasn't it? The uh, Blackburn game over the over the years, with uh, we've had some battles and, and obviously last year we were reacquainted, we were the uh, neck and neck, weren't we? Top two, yeah, neck and neck throughout, really. Yeah, I think the important thing about the, the game against Blackburn is it's on... Uh, podcast recording night, which means it can be put back a day, so it can be a day later next week. The podcast. Yeah, I don't know how fans are going to cope. Oh, I don't. Heads know. will fall off. They will. They will. Um, let me just give you a, a quick uh, preview. The referee is Keith Stroud from Ants, Hampshire. Uh, four games so far, eleven yellows, no reds. If you're wondering who Keith Stroud is. If you cast your minds back to the last time he left us, which was December 2016, we played Ipswich Town at home, and uh, Brett Pittman did a dive outside the area. It was near Christmas that game. It was, yeah. We We did, did, yeah, and he gave the penalty. It went a bit foggy, didn't it, towards the end? Yeah, Dan Burns' challenge. Uh, was a, it was a good a good yard and a half outside the box, wasn't it? Obviously, the ref, well, was, ref couldn't see through the fog, yeah. could he? He was also in charge of the game at Sheffield Wednesday, which got abandoned, you know, with the water. I was yeah. there that day. Yeah. James McLean scored. He did, yeah. He did. Yeah, that, that one was, was correct, though, wasn't it? Well, it Don't probably was, but we could say what an idiot straight is, depending on who he does uh, the next Wednesday. But we've played Blackburn 26 times, won 6 draw 6, and lost 14. We we're actually going to speak to Rover the Dog, the Blackburn Rovers. What? <laughs> <laughs> the Blackburn Rovers mascot. So uh, let's just have a uh, let's just have a word with Rover the Dog. Right, we're joined uh, in the studio via telephone with Blackburn Rovers mascot, the one, the only Rover the Dog. How you doing, pal? I'm all right, buddy. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Yeah. No. I, I know the man behind the mask, sort, sort of thing, so, I, <laughs> but I'm not going to refer to you, uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep, we'll, we'll keep it as it is, Rover the Dog, uh, but I do know you've been a Rovers fan for all your life. I have, yes. And yeah. you've seen some ups and downs, but I also know, I also know you was at Wembley on that uh, fateful day in May 2013, weren't you? I was, yeah, I, uh, to show my support towards uh, the Latics. You did, yeah, because uh, you, 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 you come with your, your missus, you and your missus came down with me, didn't you? We, we did, yeah, we, we got on that coach nice and early in Wigan. Yeah. Thought I'd uh, take my missus out to a first football game, uh, ends up being an FA Cup final. Oh, um, what an introduction. And, yeah, um, what drama at the end. Oh, brilliant, what a brilliant day. So, so for, a bit, for a bit of the bitter rivalry we had last year, it wasn't bitter rivalry, it was friendly rivalry, we've got... Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, we've got we've got a bit of history though that uh, keeps us connected, doesn't it? I mean, the other thing as well, our previous owner Dave Whelan was obviously uh, a player for for Blackburn, and, I th- and he's very much got a soft spot for them that we know about as well. Yeah, yeah, he definitely has. Uh, I know there's quite a few times when we've been to Wigan and they've done uh, like uh, free pie for a lot of the fans and things like that. <laughs> so I know the supporters have always appreciated that. Oh, brilliant, brilliant stuff. So you're up on Wednesday and. We I think it's fair to say you're in a better vein of form than what we are at this particular moment in time. 
Indeed, yeah. Um, we're not doing too bad. Um, to be fair, we've not been doing too bad for the... Uh, uh, all, obviously, all the last season, we unfortunately, we ended up being second. <laughs> um, hey, there's no shame in that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, so, and then this year, we, we've carried on that form uh, from every game that I've seen. Um, there's never really been a team that I think that we've come against where we've looked out of place. Um, we always look like we'll play good football. Uh, create chances just our biggest issue at the moment or in the last few games have been those last 10 minutes where we've just conceded those last goals and that was a big issue last year which to me I think cost us taking the title Right, okay, yeah uh, oh, There was a big debate last year about who was the better the better player, Powell or, or Dak uh, and it, it's Who? Who? Powell or Dak? Bradley? I know Bradley, who's the other one? <laughs> Get out of town. <laughs> Get out. Anyway, uh, I was going to be complimentary to him, but you can forget that, I? <laughs> no, he's, he seems to have hit the ground running in the championship, considering it's his first season at this level. He's, he seems to be doing okay. Has he, has he just c continued where he left off last season? Yeah, uh, especially at the beginning of the year. Um, he's he's a, a big, big member of our side. Um, every game, when he, you know, when he hadn't been been playing uh, sometimes you could see that there's that little bit of, um, of an impact but over the last you know not half a season or so um, I think that if we've not got him we have got players now that can come in and, and step in but he is he is a massive player um, you get that ball played across to him in that um, 18 yard box and I can't remember a time when I've seen him miss it um, he, he seems to hit the back of the net every time he gets that low cross play, played into him um, and he does create quite a lot of assists as well. Right, yeah. He's uh, got a good working relationship with uh, Danny Graham. Yeah. Um, and some of the stuff and some of the uh, uh, things that he's done to other players has been uh, unbelievable. He's made them look like fools. Right, right. And have you high-fived him in, you know, being the uh, the mascot? Have you been on the pitch that are high-fiving Bradley? Have you done I, that? I, I have, and normally I'll give him a, um, a certainly well done or if he's, he's back a, uh, a goal and give him an high-five and let him know what a striker it was because usually it's, a, it's a been a decent stri striker he's set up an absolute um, great assist so yeah um, usually I'll have a little well done to him as he's leaving the pitch or as he's coming on for the second half good stuff every club needs an hero uh, yeah. but, but you've, you're more than just a one man team aren't you I mean you've, you've got Charlie McGrew as well so you're a two man team <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it depends how long this podcast is going to last you, you, you might have a uh, uh, along with if I'm going through the entire time, uh, see, uh, team because they're, um, I think they're all absolutely fantastic this season. Yeah. Who, um, who should who should be? I mean, we know we know about McGrew and and his free kicks and his penalties, and obviously we know about that because we we were there when he played against Gillingham, or when he played yeah. for Gillingham, sorry, against us, and, and we've seen him last season with yourselves. But apart from them two, who who else would you single single out? Oh, um, how much time have you got? We've got quite a few uh, in my eyes. Uh, two of them that we've got in the middle, uh, Harrison Reed. Um, he's been unbelievable since we've uh, brought him in. Is that one uh, person or two, Harrison Reed? One. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, look, yeah, a lastly Terrier in the middle of the park. Uh, he's been outstanding for us. Uh, Corey Evans has been brilliant this year. Yeah, that's somebody you rate highly, isn't it? That Corey Evans. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's been doing really, really well. Um, again, he's made a massive impact with the middle of our park um, another one Elliot Bennett uh, when we've not had uh, Mulgrew 
um, just a born leader. If, if he bled, he'd bleed blue and white. Um, he's all about the club. Uh, he's all about the players. Um, and I think within this side that we've got at the minute, it's a perfect balance of um, youth and experience. Fantastic. Um, so you're looking like at our back four, um, and you've got Mulder and Lenian. Um, you've got young experience, and they're working you know, so well together. Um, you've got Nambe, who plays on the right. You've got Bell or Derek Williams at left back. Um, and, and we do look solid. Um, and like I said, I'd put us up against any team in that um, in that division and expect us to come away with uh, points. Right, OK. So, uh, I mean, with that in mind, we move on to Wednesday and... Uh, you know, we've we've had a little bit of a blip. We started we started the season off in, in great form, uh, but uh, we we've lost our our uh, so, some point in the season. We've had our attacking front four out in Greg, Massey, Jacobs, and Powell. They've all been missing, uh, you know, from time to time. But uh, Greg, Massey, and Jacobs have missed a large chunk of games, um, so we, we're struggling though. But there's there's rumours that Grigg could be back uh, and Powell should should be fit enough to play so with that in mind how, how do you see Wednesday going? Um, well we've got two local derbies within the space of what four days five days um, so it is going to be tough on our, our team because Preston will be a tough game uh, but I see us winning that one as well on, on Saturday as well? what do you mean um, as well? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and uh, on Wednesday, yeah, I think it'll be a, t- uh, uh, yeah, a tough game. Um, they always are cl- quite close, the local derbies. Um, but for me, I just think, you know, second, in the second half, uh, this season anyway, we seem to hit our stride uh, within that first half an hour, and that's where we seem to, you know, score most of our goals. Um, yeah. <coughs> I having a look the other day, and it, it looks like literally half of our goals are scored between uh, beginning of the second half and like the 70th minute. Um, so we're quite dangerous when we come out from that second half. It's just, can we uh, hold it together at the end of the game where we've conceded quite a few goals? I mean, last season when we played you at our place, um, it was night and day. It, was, it really was a game of uh, two halves. The first half, we absolutely um, hammered you. And then the second half, it just all went to part. We went from 2-0 up to... Mm. During 2-2. Um, oh, and we could have snuck it at the end as well, couldn't we? Yeah, so, and that's, the, the, was, it's things like that where I think last year it just cost us. Right. Um, that, 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 so hopefully this year we're starting to cut it out a little. We've had a few where we've lost them just at the end, but we've also had a few where we've, uh, we've snuck it. Right. Um, so hopefully we'll, we'll avoid that. Um, and uh, yeah, I can see us uh, taking it. Um, 2-0 or 2-1 Alright, oh, well I've gone for a, a diplomatic 1-1 so oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well that's um, what Depends if you've got your strike force back Yeah um, And if they're fit and if they're um, They've got the match fitness there, the match sharpness Yeah, well they've always been close games Between ourselves in the years And they've been usually entertaining as well You know, I'm thinking like the, the Rocky Santa Cruz game when he scored a hat-trick But you still lost 5-3 yeah. down here And you know, the, the, the Chicken Gate game Up at Ewood when we yeah. relegated you But it was a fantastic game That as well because there was so much drama In it, you know And then, then the, and like you mentioned last season The 2-2 draw, which was live on Sky And it had all the drama of the top two going at it Hammer and tongue um, I've always thought there'd been good games between ourselves uh, so I'm looking for an entertaining game, but I, yeah, I, I was going for a diplomatic one apiece. But now you've come out with that, and I'm, <laughs> I'm not so sure over the dog. I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not going to be giving you a bone. Yeah, I, 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 I
I, well, I never, I can never see us ever really drawing. I, I, I literally every game we go to, well, I am confident that we'll set the three points. Yeah. Um, and it's just from the way that we play football. I just think we're, we're we can be a really dangerous team. So are you impressed with Mowbray? Very much, yeah. Right. Um, he's done wonders since he's come in. The team that he's built, um, is you know, it's, it speaks for itself. Um, when when I'm when you're down the tunnel and you see the lads and you see the um, the camaraderie and um, how they are with each other, um, it's it's a massive change over the last few years. And um, it's yeah, it just seems like we're going from strength to strength, right. no doubt. But fingers crossed if we make the playoffs this year, fantastic. If not, it won't be long until I think we'll be back in that top five. Right. Okay. That's that's good. I, I mean, we're, I don't think we'll get in the playoffs this season ourselves, uh, but next year we're going to be pushing for it. So, if you're still around this time next year, uh, it, it, you know we, we could be up there again, both of us pushing for promotion, yeah, which will be good. So. And then we've got this derby. Yeah, well, Northwest. I, mean, I like the Northwest football uh, traditions, and it is good. We've got Bolton coming up soon as well. Uh, just be aware of Preston, though. We went there full of confidence, took four and a half thousand, and got Trump four 0 You know, so you just don't know, do you? No. You know. Well, yeah, it's going to be like the cup final, uh, Preston. So hopefully, if we go there, we can uh, turn them over at detail, and it puts us in good stead for uh, you boys at the um, at your place. Yeah, well, we're taking. Five and a half thousand to uh, to Deepdale, so you probably it's going to feel like an away game for no fan. We are loud the uh, the Roman fans can be, um, which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll be taking as much to you on a Wednesday night. Yeah, well, the thing is now though, with them being on Sky as well. Uh, you sit the attendance is slightly anti, but hopefully, hopefully you've uh, you've sold you know most of your allocation anyway, and it should should create a good atmosphere. It'll be 50-50 then with fans. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I think you're barking up the wrong tree here. <laughs> <laughs> right, Rover the Dog, uh, thank you very much. I want, I, I want a definite prediction though off you before, before you finish. So, you said 2-0 or 2-1, give me one of those score lines. What's well, it going to be? I think sometimes we are prone to conceding a goal, so I'm going to go with 2-1. Right, brilliant. Thank you very much for the uh, for the chat, Rover, and I'm sure we'll see oh, you, thank you very much. later in the season when we're up at Ewood, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll meet you uh, outside and take you for a walk that day if you want. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> right, cheers, cheers, Rover. Thank you. See ya. Slightly deluded, I thought there. Yeah, he's a bit of a wild Rover. He is, yeah. And I don't believe what he says about uh, Corey Evans. Corey Evans. Lovely Jack, who's he? Exactly. He could score it's a barn door on Soccer Graham the other day. Rover and eight. Uh six predicts ads. Tough list tonight, isn't it? I mean, we happen to didn't have to predict anything last week and then two on the same night. Um, oh, this will be a poor game this Wednesday night, getting into the dark, it's deep November. I think it's gonna be uh, a tight one. But I think it might be a one 0 win. One nil home. We'll get him one over on Bradley. Mm-hmm. Barry, how do you see it going? Um, I think it'll be a, a tough game myself. They're not in a bad vein of form, are they? Um, they're a dull side, though. They, they reflect the manager. Bit Pragmatic, cool. I think, is his word. Isn't it? He's, uh, yeah. Um, I'm going for a 1 1. 1 1. Interesting. Mm. Paul? I've got a problem here, haven't I? We've got two in one week. 
because I can't, I don't know if my 2-1 for Reading was right or not yet. Um, I presume it was, because obviously, and I'll go with 3-2 home win. Well, oh, that's that's my that. dull game. Well, pre <laughs> presuming they take all the corners correctly, um, harking back to yesteryear when they uh, yeah. cheated. Or did they? Yeah, did they? And, uh, and we don't have Dave Jones bringing down Paul Robinson in the no. 336th minute. <laughs> I think a 1 0 home win, and I think we'll, we'll not come under any threat. Oh, you said 1 0, Adam, as well, sorry. That was just genuine uh, 1 0 home win, yeah. I just mm -hmm. think we'll get the job done, and it won't be pleasant, but win's a win, three points in that final column. Excellent. So, uh, obviously, next week we move on to Bolton. So we're going to have a lot to talk about next week uh, with Bolton Wanderers. How many tickets have we sold for that? I've not sold many, have we? About three hundred, I believe. God knows. Yeah. God knows. I, I don't think there'll be any problems, provided the police allow it. Walking, <coughs> up, on, walking up on the day and buying, buying a ticket. Um, yeah, we got, got a lot to look forward to. It's a new era, isn't it? And yeah, I thought thought uh, it was excellent of. Uh, Jonathan Jackson and, and Darren Royals come in last week and speak speak to us uh, on, on the podcast, the interview. I mean, if, if the listeners haven't grabbed, uh, grabbed to listen to it, it's available. It's on our, our blog spot and also via Buzzsprout, Spotify, yeah. iTunes. It's uh, here, there and everywhere. What an, what an insight it is, though, that. It's great insight and uh, very open, honest and much. Positivity is fantastic, isn't it? All one take as well. Yeah, so yeah. you can't, you know, you can't ask for much more, can you? Yeah. You know, you, you know they're coming to do the best job they possibly can and carry things on as they've been going. Uh, what what I thought was quite interesting is the fact that negotiations uh, have been going on, underway for almost three years. Well, that's what I, th I mean, we we was like soft and morning because it's taken a year in our, in our minds, yeah. haven't we? You know, so we, get it sorted. Were we morning not? I don't no, think not we morning. Was, but as, a, as a podcast, I think we were reporting kind of maybe some of the, as it's our job to do, reporting some of the views of others. But I think we were quite realistic about it, weren't we? Yeah. I think I think the um, you know we know the media team listen to our podcast. They must have been having a laugh at some of the companies that we were coming up that were taking us over. Oh, yeah, on, yeah. A, on a weekly basis, yeah. it's uh, and they're sat there, kind of in the know as to to what's well, going. One on. one thing that I don't think I I mean we knew about the uh, obviously I think it was pretty obvious in the end that it was kind of uh, obviously issues stock market wise with it being obviously a PLC. What what I didn't realise is that it was the first ever PLC yeah. take takeover. You know, in, 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 and you know that's kind of. Uh, in itself, isn't it? Um, Going to add, add, add time to it. Mm, very interesting. Anyway, uh, grab a listen if you're not already listened, and uh, we're going to knock this on the head now because it's getting kind of late. Well, it makes references to why it's a shorter podcast, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, very good. Short and sweet. Yeah. More of the same in the future then, eh? Oh, I love it. <laughs> well, we'll say back to normal next week, but we're not having we on Thursday next week. Thursday, yeah. yeah. I've got a Bolton fan coming in, so uh, uh, we'll be able to beat him up. Egg him. Egg him. Egg him. Egg him. And it's not Adam's dad. He's a tough, tough walk, so I don't think it's special for the listeners. It's not our, uh, our resident Bolton fan, is it? It's uh, no. Dave Beckett. Yeah. Dave Be we played for Atlantics last week, by the way. 
Anyway, uh, that's if Dave actually does turn up, but you know, we better I do. I'll, yeah. I'll have me to deal with. Right, on that note, this is a good night for me. Good night for us. Good night. Good night.